You're listening to the source of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. But we just call it the winning edge. Keep it here. There's plenty to go around. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Glad to be with you. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio on a Monday from the KSHP studios in Las Vegas. Sirius 159, the Sports Grid Radio Network. Brian Blessing. And it's a fun Monday for me, a special treat. Our buddy Stevie, he's a big shot now. The schedule opened up. He actually had a chance to pop in today and thrilled whenever my man is alongside. A couple days you weren't here last week. I mean... I don't want you to take this the wrong way. I'll try not to. I mean, I don't like you that much. But the days I was doing the shows and you weren't here, and we had the great guests and everything, it was fun. Like, I'm, I was all by myself. I was, like, lonesome. Yeah. So, apparently, subliminally, I really do like you. A lot. Like, a, a real lot. So, so I'm like the dog that, that sits at your foot? At, you know, watching games or doing work or whatever. Well, it's kind of it's like smoking. I mean, it's a habit. Okay. <laughs> you know, the phone rings, you light a cigarette. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. That's the thing about smoking. It, it's grisly. It's the most disgusting thing in the world. And it's literally just the stuff that you just triggered. Like, oh, phone rings, grab, grab a cigarette. You're driving. It's, it's awful. I was trying to think what I could relate to that. I, I, I tried when I was a kid, and I just I, I didn't like it. And so I, it's it, disgusting. It, it, it didn't stick. I, I used to have sunflower seeds all the time. But sunflower seeds are not good for my complexion. Yeah, you know, when you walk around in bare feet on your shag carpet, you always get like shards of yeah, sunflower yeah. seeds. Yeah, that can happen. Another weekend in the NFL where the Bucks fell prey, Arizona fell prey. Another week in the NFL where the Lions find a way. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Hey, they haven't lost for two weeks. <laughs> Right, a bye week last week and a tie yesterday, and they got a, a field goal to win the game. Nope, and they were going to lose, and Pittsburgh fumbled. But these poor guys, yeah, it, that it's, it's, it is calliope music required. It, it uh, and that, our buddy was, Mike Lewis, we love him. I was texting him yesterday. I was like, again, right, another. Yeah, yeah. But I sent him a a text with fireworks. Congratulations! It wasn't an L. <laughs> That that was the refrain in the office. Only the Lions could play this game this way, you know, and not come out with a W. And it just it really is unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. That 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 had a win written all over it, and they they managed to get a tie out of a win. Who did we not talk about so much in the first hour? Uh, New Orleans. They gave Tennessee a run for their money, and listen, the Tennessee thing. I think last week, the immediate reaction to losing Henry, right, kind of gave him that, we'll show you a circle the wagons kind of thing. And they did. They played a heck of a game. And it'll be interesting to watch them. They're 8-2, and two, and you can't knock anything they've done. They're still very, very good. But at 8-2... and two, 
I wonder how, how water really finds its level with these guys in the next month. I think it will. I, I think, you know, not that Tannehill's not a good quarterback, but when you ask him to do more, there, there's going to be more mistakes. And, and I, I think we'll see that. Well, and the other thing that will happen, right, is now defensive coordinators will get two, three, four games. Okay, here's what they're running right. without Henry. Here's what's working for them. Let's take that away, and then it really falls in Tennessee's lap to come up with something else. Yeah, well, and, and in general, you, you, you just, as a defensive coordinator, you don't have to worry about their running game, right? It's, it's definitely, you know, I mean, I, I forget off the top of my head who, who the running back is that they're using now, but he's not as good as Henry. So you focus on stopping Tannehill now in the passing game. And if you can do that, they're, they're a much easier team to deal with. We focused a little bit on Russell Wilson coming back and the finger and the whole nine yards. But how about Green Bay where, you know, Aaron Rodgers is there, right? Yeah. But they held Kansas City to 13. That defense is really good. And they put a bagel up on Seattle. Yeah. We're not, is anybody talking about Green Bay's defense? Uh, they were yesterday dur- during the broadcast. Uh, uh, yeah, but not probably not enough, Brian. You know, when you when you think of Green Bay, you think of Aaron Rodgers. Um, the, the defense probably is not getting enough credit there in Green Bay. And everybody loves to poke holes at, as we just did, Detroit and Houston. But the Jets get obliterated. <laughs> but the one that's really sickening, I mean, honestly, is Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, that's just like a, a no-show. The, the, the Jets... Let's cut to the chase, right? That's a work in progress. There's a lot of work to be done. And the Falcons are no great shake, but they got veterans and you got Matt Ryan there. To just vomit all over yourself like that, that's a shame, man. I mean, it's a sin. Yeah, I, I kind of felt like I saw that coming, though. And, and I, I'm, it surprised me a little, Brian, that, that no team that, that you know is a quarterback away from really doing something didn't call Atlanta. And see if see if they could get Matt, Matt Ryan out of there. A little later on, Chuck Esposito is going to join us from Station Casinos. It's lunchtime. John Smith subs 9701 West Flamingo. We've got the Monday night game. You wear football garb in there today. 20% off your order. Uh, you got to try the steak bomb. Strong. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio on a Monday. Sirius 159, the Sports Grid Radio Network. KSHP 1400 in Las Vegas. Sports Professor Rick Haro inside the $1.3 trillion business of sports with your Sports News Minute. Well, we've said many times, as far as gambling is concerned, that maybe 40 or 45 states will have enacted laws in the next two or three years, even ones that are dead set opposed to it. Why? You look to your left, you look to your right in your state, you see all the money coming in, including places that have taken money from citizens of your state going next door, teachers, roads, infrastructure, everything. And here's the time to do it. Ohio, the latest example, a lot of rhetoric against gambling, but now they have legislation that's 90% complete that talks about uh, over 25 licenses, 70 establishments generating as much revenue as they possibly can. And why? Well, the Browns, the Bengals, the Cavaliers, all the pro sports franchises in that state lobbying for it where they were lobbying against it a few years ago. What an amazing world. Sports professor Rick Harrow, Sports News Minute.
We're always here, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, fetching you expert perspectives on sports gaming, odds, and more. Kind of like a faithful dog without all that butt sniffing. We're the home of the winning edge. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Back with the Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Series 159, the Sports Good Radio Network, and AM 1400 KSHP in Las Vegas. Brian Blessing with Stevie Slapshot. Man, on the old injury front, Stevie, I know, you know you're eyeballing that stuff. It's a man, it's a contact sport, NBA, NHL, all that stuff. But the uh, NFL, a lot of big names, huh? I mean, the young injury, that's a shame. Young kid, yeah. you, you hope... I, it should be fine. I mean, the way Madison technology is. But, boy, you never know. You just hope guys come back and they are the same guy. Yeah, I, I imagine he will. But, you know, I hate seeing a guy get carted off the field. You know, guys get injured. You're right, every game, right? And if, uh, you know, if it takes a couple of teammates to carry the guy off and it, you don't feel so bad. But when that cart comes out, that I just hate that. Because that, that almost always means... Many games missed, and, and a lot of times it means your season's over. And, and in the case yesterday, that's exactly what it meant. By the way, uh, when we did the injury report at the uh, tail end of the first hour, we had talked about Pittsburgh's playing at the Chargers. And I don't think anybody knows what to do here. You've seen the Chargers three and a half some places and five and a half in other places. So three and a half, certainly a Roethlisberger in number. Right. But some other places are hanging this like, I don't know. And he was a late addition, didn't play, and they end up tying the Lions. But all of a sudden this morning, Minka Fitzpatrick from the Steelers, mm-hmm. he tests positive I noticed that. for COVID. That's not a good sign. What's going on in Pittsburgh? Well, <laughs> I remember with Crosby, and, yeah. and they had like kind of an outbreak. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm just, you know, being. A jerk. I mean, you know, apples and watermelons. But Roethlisberger, yes, and then now Fitzpatrick. But I better be watching that Steelers room pretty closely this week, yeah, don't you yeah, think? Correct. Well, so you know, not not to minimize the other guy, but that's not a good sign for Roethlisberger being able to play against the Chargers. If you're having some other COVID issues, and he, pop up in he the is room. symptomatic. By the way, he was yeah. vaccinated, but he is symptomatic. And so. it's a 10-day window that could extend to next Tuesday. Now, obviously, if he tests negative a couple times late in the week, you know. But again, this number's up all week. You got to try to. You're guessing, right? Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're guessing on the number. I, yeah, this is this is tough, and uh, we're, we're still we're still dealing with COVID. And when it's a, a player that that can impact the line, you, you, we just don't know. So we got the Monday night game. Don't forget the Monday night maniacs over at Oasis, forty nine fifty five South Decatur. Great swag they give away: the food, the drink, the gaming promotions, and the Monday night maniac football party is always uh, great fun. John and the gang over there put on a great show tonight. Uh, will the game be a great show, Stevie? With the Rams three and a half total on the game is fifty and a half. So. Let's see, Von Miller, and now Odell Beckham. They were talking about how they were going to use him, and he may return punts. But oh, by the way, 
a big injury. Uh, let's see how maybe it works there. But all of a sudden, what? And the, the Rams are all in, right? We've seen this. It works out for them in a big way because Robert Woods suffers a season-ending knee injury in practice. Yeah. So, in a weird way, they couldn't time that any better to at least have him there in hopes that it works. But you know, Cooper Cup has been unbelievable. But if Robert Woods isn't there and everybody else is kind of like journeyman status, I mean, you're you're doubling Cup to start and shading safeties his way because he's unstoppable. Yeah, maybe. I, this, this 49er defense, so now remember, their defensive coordinator is now the Jets head coach. So they've got a new defensive coordinator. They've got, they, 49ers, have so many injuries on both sides of the ball. Their defense is not as stout as it would be. Um, if if they take a chance, now I'm sure on, on some plays that they will double cup, but if if they if if that's the thought throughout the game, there's going to be guys open and Stafford's going to find them. I, I I just the Rams are the better team, and I, I just wish the 49ers were healthy. This would be a much better game. I I I don't want to lay the three and a half, but I I just feel like the Rams are going to win this football game tonight. The Bucks got beat by the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. They had the bye week when all all the big teams were losing. And then they come out and they spit the bit. Very quietly, though, Tampa's lost two in a row. Now you're home to the Giants. And this number's a big number. It's 11 and a half. The Giants have actually been playing some pretty good football. They should have beat the Chiefs. They beat the Raiders. They get extra time to prepare for the game. But everybody's thinking Boat Race City with the Bucks, And I'm not saying they won't be a midfall here on the back end of this season. But when you've lost two in a row, I mean, everybody kept waiting for, well, the Chiefs thing. They'll, they'll get out of it. They'll get it. it. Took them 10 weeks. Yeah, Brady's not not look good. You know, it just occurred to me. You, you talked about Knox for Buffalo and and his impact. Gronkowski's been out for Tampa. He's a red zone machine. So and, and Brady has not looked good. So, you know, does he get it right uh, in this game against the Giants, or does he look like he's looked the last two weeks in this game? The one that's really interesting. Well, there, a lot of them are interesting. But Cincinnati here to take on the Raiders. Cincinnati's a one-point favorite. Total's 49. This is a very big football game to see what we're dealing here with with Cincinnati. I mean, you sit there and say, okay, yeah, you stub your toe against the Jets, and then you get smoked. But they were one of the best stories to start. And then you have two big speed bumps. Well, all these teams are having speed bumps. But for them, you know, you just don't want that the chink in the armor of confidence or you know, plant the seeds of doubt. It's like, how do you react to it? When we say sometimes the bye week, it's too early. Uh, Kenny had alluded to the fact that the Chiefs, they got to play another one before they get a bye. I mean, you just get beat down and tired. You know, there's, there's pros and cons when to have the thing. I would say for the Bengals, that buy couldn't have come at a better time. Some buys are good, some are bad. I think that was a good buy for the Bengals. I, I would agree with that. It, it's 
It's not overly surprising, though. This is a very young Cincinnati Bengal team, so for them to be a little inconsistent, not surprising. Um, I'm more concerned with the Raiders. It, it, it's again it, the timing of these things. That that rugs deal really disrupted them. I thought that they were fine through the Gruden thing, and maybe even better. And then and then Ruggs just threw him another curveball, and I I don't know. I think they would have been better off, you know, if 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 that doesn't occur going forward. But now they have to deal with that on top of the other things that they had to deal with, and it's just too much. And they you know, they didn't look good at all against Kansas City. Hey, the big picture, pal, in the NFC. I think you pencil these guys in: Green Bay, Arizona, Dallas, Tampa Bay, and the Rams. Uh. Saints, Carolina's in it. You got McCaffrey. Then you got Minnesota, the Falcons at four and five. You know, but go to the AFC, Stevie. I mean, that's a circus act. I mean, for this wild card race, you know, with teams with winning records Patriots, Chargers, Raiders, Bengals, Colts are five and five. Look out. Yeah. No, I, that's going to be a wild race there. Yeah, there, there's a couple of teams I'd. I would take out of there, but it is going to be a wild race. No, no, and, and, and winning records. Hey, you got an idea? Yeah. Let's give Chuck Esposito a call. Okay. Our good friend from Station Casinos on a Monday. Get his take on the weekend. Look ahead. The numbers on college football, the NFL, and more when we return to Vegas on Sportsbook Radio. The Sports Grid Radio Network presents this date in sports history. A long pass up to Baylor. Baylor goes in. 1960, Elgin Baylor of the L.A. Lakers scores 71 points versus the New York Knicks. His first year with the Lakers as a rookie, he led a team in scoring, rebounding, and assists. Baylor averaged 27.4 points and 13.5 rebounds during his 14-year career with the Lakers. For Sports Grid Radio, I'm Mike Demerges. You're listening to Sports Grid, the home of the wedding edge, carrying on the fine tradition of sports gaming from all the way back to ancient Rome. But they never had a mobile app. So count your blessings, Sporto. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Hey, we're back with you. From the KSHB studios in Las Vegas on the Sports Grid Radio Network and... Oh, 159-er. Serious 159. Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot on a Monday. He's great with us. Gets our week started. Chuck Esposito's over at Red Rock. Our friends at Station Casinos, the STN mobile app. All kinds of cool stuff. Great properties all around the Las Vegas Valley. If you're coming in from out of town, you want to get your meat hooks on the STN mobile app. How was the weekend, Chuck? kind of kick off the week. Uh, busy weekend, a lot going on, but uh, hey, the Washington football team, which had not been our friend uh, against the point spread, did really well for us by winning the game outright, so really, really good score for us. Arizona, Tampa Bay, Chuck, I mean, one week to the next, you get uh, even really good teams have these no-show efforts. 
You know, guys, I mean, when I look at the pro football right now, it, to me it's like expect the unexpected. From a weekly basis, it just seems like it's, you know, teams that are on a roll, if it was Arizona, if it was the Rams, the Bucks, uh, the Bills, the Chiefs, it's been so up and down, the Ravens, for all these teams. The, the only thing that is a, a constant right now is that Tennessee keeps winning. And, you know, they've kind of gone through the meat of their schedule when they beat the Rams, they beat the Colts twice, they beat the Chiefs, they beat the Bills. Now they've got winnable games without Henry against the Texans twice, I think the Jags twice, the Dolphins. So very kind of favorable schedule down the stretch. And if they're able to somehow secure that number one seed, there's a real shot that maybe you get Henry back after that bye in the playoffs. But really it's uh, expect the unexpected. And on a weekly basis, it becomes a head-scratcher. Tampa comes off their bye week and gets beat. I mean, the Jets have, you know, huge wins against, uh, you know, the, the Bengals and the Titans this year. Uh, you look at, you know, the Jags and these teams that are pulling off upsets that are totally unexpected at this point. Hey, uh, Chuck, Cam Newton back on uh, on the Carolina Panthers team probably gets the start next week against his old coach in Ron Rivera. Who has the advantage there? Does Rivera know what Newton can do and can't do? Or, you know, uh, Cam Newton practiced against Rivera's defenses all those years in Carolina. Does he have an idea of what uh, Washington will throw at him? He might have an idea. I think just from a motivational standpoint, and you know, with with, with Newton being let go from uh, from Carolina at one point, and now he's back again. I think he's going to be fired up. I mean, I thought he played good yesterday. Um, you know, didn't like the fact that he took his helmet off and and got the 15 yard penalty. But you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but you know, Washington comes off that win, which was they really needed. But hey, Carolina went out and got him. They gave him a lot more guaranteed money than New England did, and he was going to be their starting quarterback the entire year. He's going to have a serious, you know, chance to to compete to be their starter in 2022. A triple the amount of guaranteed money that the Patriots gave him, and actually gave him up to ten million dollars in bonuses or incentives if he meets certain criteria. So I would think it's going to be a very well-focused and determined Cam Newton. And they are the favorite in this game. And we've seen a little early action on the Panthers against Washington so far, guys. Hey, real quick, we'll get back to football, but some breaking news here. We were talking about Roethlisberger and Minka Fitzpatrick. Better watch Pittsburgh's room. And the one thing we're wondering, is it a player here, a player there, that it wouldn't impact cancellations? The Ottawa Senators, 10 guys uh, are in COVID-19 protocol. Chuck, they've just postponed the Senators' games through November 20th. They had games tomorrow at New Jersey, a Thursday home to Nashville, and then home to the Rangers on Saturday. Yeesh. The one thing we were hoping it would be a guy here and there but no cancellations. Well, the first big one that really takes a team out of the equation, the Ottawa Senators. I think this is similar to last year, guys, and we saw it with, with hockey as well. I don't recall uh, the team, but it definitely you know throws a wrinkle into the schedule for, for them and, and other teams. And, you know, we'll have some ramifications later on. But, hey, you hate to see that. But, again, the, the important thing is, um, you know, the, the fans and the players and the organization and everybody involved is, you know, the health and safety of, of everyone. So uh, you don't like to see it, but, you know, we figured at some point it might happen, and it's happened to Ottawa. 
Well, the one thing they should be able to kind of recover this because it impacts a lot of teams. But with the three-week Olympic break, they probably have a little more wiggle room to, to find the spots to get that back in. But you, you hope that's just an aberration. You hope it's a one-off and it's the only one it happens to. Chuck, when you do the Monday morning huddle up or after the games are played last night and you start getting ready to hang numbers, who was or who are the polarizing teams where there's some you know question marks and a healthy give and take in a discussion on what should we put up? I think a lot of that, guys, is what we just kind of talked about, you know, about expecting unexpected. I think one is, you know, we talked about the Patriots, um, that they're really good right now. And going into the second half of the season, they're a much better team than they were early in the season. Mac Jones seems to be settling in. Jacoby Myers got his first touchdown. If you get Jono Smith back, you've got a heck of a good duo at tight ends if they're healthy in Hunter Henry and Smith. Um, it didn't matter that Harris was out. Stevenson and Bolden were able to run. This team seems to be peaking in the right time. And, you know, week 13, boys, and I'm sure you have this one circled, B, New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills on Monday night football. So, I mean, it, it's a great game coming up. They're undefeated on the road right now. We kind of talked about them a little bit. Um, talked about Baltimore, you know, coming off their bye week. Detroit seems to ping pong. One week it's competitive. The next week they get blown out. You know, but I think the two that really stand out, though, with the question marks are Arizona and Seattle and who will ultimately be the quarterback for Arizona in that game and then Pittsburgh and the Chargers because there is a huge drop-off, for my opinion, more than the adjustment yesterday or that was made this weekend for the Steelers if it's Mason Rudolph. I mean, he just... I mean, he, he bounced more balls than most shortstops do to first base <laughs> during the course of a season. So, you know, I know they have Haskins, too, and Rudolph's been in the league for a long time. I thought maybe you'd see a more mobile quarterback and an uptick in that offense, but that offense looked atrocious yesterday with him at quarterback. Um, so I think that adjustment as well, if it's not him, um, you're going to see a number kick up closer to six or seven. Um, you know, with against the Steelers on, on Sunday night. Let me go back to the Patriots for just a second, Chuck. They've gone over the total five of the last six games. And it's cool to say, okay, Belichick's there, and you got Mac Jones, and we all talk about, hey, this kid's playing above his skis, he's uh, you know, playing older than he is, and that's a real nice story. I'm telling you, the sneaky story here that just isn't getting any pub is a lot of those guys – opted out on defense last year. And even though they've been going over the totals, their offense is putting up points. They're creating short fields. But if you look at them, they gave up seven and six the last two weeks. They've only had three games this year, Chuck, where you can say they didn't have a a really, really good game. They gave up 28 to the Saints. They gave up 24 to the Chargers and still won the game. And the other one was, you know, the Cowboys was a great game. They could have won. It was just a shootout game. The Patriots' defense, nobody's talking about. Well, I think coming in, guys, we knew that they had a good defense, and we knew that they had some guys that that sat out. And this is typical Belichick. You know, it doesn't matter who runs the ball. It doesn't matter who catches the ball. And say what you want about Mac Jones, but – I mean, you know, he was probably the guy in the draft of the five quarterbacks that went that had the closest DNA to Brady. And he's starting to look more comfortable out there. Is he still going to make rookie mistakes? Yes. 
But in my opinion right now, they are a playoff team and a serious playoff team that can win games in the playoffs because you can play defense, you can run the ball, and you have an emerging young quarterback. And, of course, you've got the hoodie roaming the sideline. So, um, you know, they played an awesome game early in the season when they lost to Tampa. It's probably far-fetched, but both those teams, you know, could potentially meet again um, at some point. But I have to say that I've been really impressed uh, with the Patriots over the last month and the way that that team seems to be kind of rounding in the form. I hate saying it, guys, but they're playing really, really well right now. Well, let me just ask you because uh, take this with a grain of salt. I'm being objective, all right? I don't want to hear your nonsense, any of you, either of you, all right? But you go back to that draft with Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Darnold, uh, Josh Allen. I'm missing one. And who was the other guy? Uh, oh, Josh Rosen, total bust. But, I mean, you, while that all shook out, today I think people would say, I believe this is true. People say, yeah, Josh Allen would be the guy I want you know, moving forward. Maybe that ends up having the best career. And you can sit here with Trevor Lawrence you know, and uh, Zach Wilson, and you look at the quarterback class, and Mac Jones was always the one like, yeah, is he, isn't he? Yeah, Trey Lance, go ahead. When it's all said and done, Chuck, the, the guy who's down the list on you know in the draft class, Jones may end up having the best career. I mean, it's that inexact of a science. Yeah, very true. I mean, going back to that that class that you mentioned, I think it's a toss up between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. I don't think that you would get uh, you know a high majority that would say it's Josh Allen. Uh, I think it'd be pretty evenly split between him and Lamar Jackson. I think you know Jackson has become more of a pocket passer. Neither one of them has really won anything significant yet. Josh uh, Lamar Jackson finally won his first playoff game, and you know I, I think Buffalo is really really good. Um, but they, they have beaten up a lot of bad teams. And, you know, I don't like the fact that they throw when they're up 30 points and they have him in the game. But, hey, only time will tell. But both those kids are really, really talented. Yeah, no doubt about it. I will say this, though. Jackson's running style, the older he gets, he's still an incredible athlete. But I even see on the back end of their careers, I think uh, Allen might have some more legs. We'll see how that all pans out. Another segment with Chuck Esposito. Glad you're with us on a Monday. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Sportsbook Radio. Horses have whiskers? They don't shave, right? I don't know about that one. What are you laughing at? He's laughing. Your your intimacy with horses' faces. Well, why the long face? (laughs) (laughs) He walked right into that stadium. Two drink minimum. (laughs) I will be at the Superbook the majority of today. Catch Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing weekdays 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 Pacific on the home of the winning edge, the Sports Grid Radio Network. When it comes to getting trusted sports gaming strategies and info, you can ask your dumb friend, Kevin. Duh. Or you can just listen to us. We recommend us. And we won't ask to borrow your car either. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Hey, we're back with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. If you're, if you're in town and you're into the rodeo, start December 2nd, they're going to have the viewing parties in the Grand Ballroom, free viewing parties down at the Golden Nugget. And they get the happy hours at the Chart House and Cadillac Cantina every day from 4 to 6. It's Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Chris Bavona's back in New York. 
Chuck Esposito, our dear friend from Red Rock Station Casinos, kind enough uh, to join us here, and he's done it again. Chuck and the boys put their heads together, came up with the, uh, it's lunchtime, Steve, you hungry? Yeah. I'll do like a mac salami sandwich. That sounds sounds good. They're doing the mac salami, which was great fun. You know what, Chuck? That, That thing had to go over last week, right? 375? Oh, it went sailing over, guys. I think it was like 417 or something or 423 that was scored. I just remember it went sailing over, and then I stopped counting. But, um, yeah, it, it's fun. It, it's done exactly what we we wanted it to do, and that's kind of, uh, you know, a little bit of media chatter, water cooler chatter, have fun with it. But it's a compelling prop because, you know, it gives people something. You've got the, the two games on or the three games on Tuesday. A two on Wednesday. This week, it, it's carried over to Saturday as well. Um, but hey, it's a, it's kind of a fun, cool prop with a with a conference that doesn't play a whole lot of D. Oh, that's a smart move, Shaw. I didn't even notice that. So three seventy five and a half, and the over is minus a dollar twenty. Uh, and you're bleeding this into a game on Saturday, is that right? The one get out game? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, oh. it's the game. It's uh, the games on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Yep. Well, imagine that you get a standalone game on Saturday. So, you know, the players, depending on how the the first five go, now it gives the players wiggle room to get involved with that game if they want to come back the other way or say I'm toast on a stick already. <laughs> Absolutely, B. I mean, it's just kind of a a fun type prop, but. It definitely just adds something to the overall wagering menu. We're always looking to put, you know, more and more stuff up in hockey. If it's the reverse puck lines, if it's the max salami, or any other things that we can kind of um, put on the board. So all kind of good stuff. Uh, betters love it. You know, we love when you guys come in and experience everything we have to offer. Of course, it's all on the STN Sports app as well. We still have up to that hundred dollar bonus going on and that free free STN cap for fifty dollar deposit or more for new signups. So. A lot of good stuff going on right now, boys. All right, so give me the lowdown. Uh, how was the week in college football? What would be the final report card there? Yeah, it, it was. Um, you know, overall uh, Saturday was you know started off really, really well, and, and through the middle of the day, a lot of late scores went the uh, better's way. Um, actually, kind of a, a break-even day, somewhat. Overall, the week was good, mainly with pro football. Uh, Thursday night, having the you know the big upset of. Miami not only covering but winning the game outright against Baltimore, where the betting public was all over the Ravens in that night, both side and, and money line. And then yesterday, overall, you, you know, you had dogs really kind of dominate the day again, and uh, kind of a good outcome for our side of the counter. But really highlighted by the the football team uh, being able to to beat Tampa and winning that game outright as well. Hey, tonight's game, my, uh, Chuck, I wanted to get your thoughts. I, I'm, I'm not sure what to do with it. I, I, I think the Rams win, but I, I don't know if it's a, if it's a closer, low-scoring game or um, if there's a lot of points put up. The, the Niners have so many injuries on both sides of the ball. I, I, I think that Stafford can put up points if he wants to here. Well, I would say so, too. I mean, the Niners definitely have to play better defense, Stevie, which they, they haven't done of late. It's definitely not um, – Jimmy Garoppolo's problem. Uh, offensively, they've been better. He's, I think, going into this past weekend, over the last three weeks, he had the third highest um, QB rating. Um, we know they can run the ball. Ayuk is starting to get more involved with Samuel. You've got a healthy Kittle. But defensively, they should be better, I think. And I think you look at this team, and there, there are some question marks for me. 
uh, you know, you had the whole thing in the offseason where going into the season that, hey, Trey Sermon looked phenomenal. He was the guy. He might even start at running back. He was inactive, and he hasn't been what they said he was going to be. Ayuk comes off a really good rookie season, finds himself in the doghouse. I have to wonder if there's just a little bit more going on um, behind closed doors with San Francisco. You've heard rumblings about both Shanahan and Lynch, although they both appear to be safe, that, you know, who would ultimately go if this isn't turned around? We thought this was the toughest division in football, guys, um, you know, before the season started. And you've got San Francisco and Seattle that you can make a case are two of the biggest disappointments in the league. And a loss here by San Francisco to fall to the three and six and have the Rams at eight and two, I think really, really puts them behind the eight ball with both Arizona and LA, you know, comfortably ahead of them and Arizona already beating them twice. Chuck in the NFC for the most part, we know the power brokers and I think as of today we know the majority of teams uh, that will be involved in the postseason and you know, a bunch of teams may be playing for one spot. Not the case in the AFC, my friend. Throw a blanket over those guys. Yeah, I think in both leagues, guys, again, I know I said it earlier a couple times, but it's expect the unexpected. Um, I still have, you know, I think in the AFC, kind of the Bills 1 and the and the Titans 1A just because of Derrick Henry. I think if Henry was there, I'd probably have it reversed. Um, but every single week, you know, and, and I think much more highly of the Chiefs right now. I know we talked about it a few weeks ago, and, you know, we weren't ready to kind of tell them they were done. or We lost a little faith, but, hey, uh, the Chiefs played really good last night. They're in first place again uh, in their division. They're a scary team if they're clicking on all cylinders. They're probably going to get Edward Tolaire back this weekend. I think if they start running better and, um, and Mahomes gets back into a groove and those young wideouts start emerging a little bit and they play a little defense, they could beat anybody in the league. So I think in both conferences, you've got three or four teams right now. I can probably go, you know, 10 deep overall in the league of who I think the 10 best are. And in no specific order, it's Bills, Bucks, Cowboys, Cards, Rams, Chiefs, Packers, Titans, Patriots, and Ravens. A lot of football left, but those are the teams right now, I think, in, in, you know, that you'll be seeing two of those teams playing in early February. How tough is it, I mean, for all of us, both sides of the counter, like you said, expect the unexpected. But you know, the Falcons are complete and utter no show. We know the Jets aren't, aren't that good, but basically, they they just got destroyed. We're just seeing some of these weird, weird things. And we started with Tampa Bay and Arizona. I mean, I think I think Arizona just got a little full of themselves, Chuck. I think they said Murray could probably play, but McCoy was good. We can beat Carolina without him, and they learned a, a lesson the hard way. Yeah, I mean, in Arizona's case, B, they probably should, or they should have lost to Minnesota. Minnesota misses a 38-yard field goal, which really is almost unheard of in that league That as time expired to win that game. I think they're really good, and they're fun to watch. Are they as good as their record? Probably not. I think even you know a few weeks ago, before they actually stubbed their toe against the Packers, even at undefeated, I still had them as the fourth or fifth, fifth best team in the NFC, and I haven't wavered with that. I still think the Bucks, Rams, Cowboys, and Packers, for my money, I would put ahead of Arizona. Um, I think when you look at the AFC, there's still a number of teams that have question marks. Again, for me, is if Derrick Henry is there and healthy and the way that defense is playing right now and who they've beaten this year, I would put them number one. But without him, I'm still favoring the Bills right now in the AFC. 
the, the, the Packers' defense, Brian was talking about this earlier in the first hour, are, are they getting enough credit? They've been, the Packers on the offensive side have been through these COVID issues and kind of got through, but that defense has been rock solid all year long, Chuck. It, it really has. I mean, they went into Arizona and knew they didn't have all three wide receivers and, you know, clamped down on Murray and, and that team. Um, they really, really blanketed the wideouts in that game yesterday. You could clearly see the rust on Russ. Um, and, you know, he did not have a good game. Missed a lot of open wide receivers. I thought he threw, you know, two times he had sure touchdowns that he kind of hung the ball. Maybe that's a product of that surgery. And, you know, they're all surprised he came back so quickly. But I agree with you. That Packer defense is really good. They made a run at OBJ, didn't get him. I don't think they need him because that defense is good. It will hurt not having Aaron Jones for a couple of weeks, but they had become more of a, a committee or a tandem because Dylan is awfully good. So I don't think they really miss a beat back there, but I agree with you. Defensively, you can make a case, guys, that they're right up there with the Rams uh, as far as how good they can be. And we all know offense is flashy and gets you to that Sunday in February, but right now their defense is what wins big games, and their defense is playing awesome. You play out a course with the schedule, Chuck. I mean, I'm looking at the Cowboys here. Uh, you're at the Chiefs. This is going to be a monster handle game. Uh, then the Raiders on Thanksgiving. Then they get extra time to prepare to play at New Orleans. And then after that, it's a lot of division stuff. A couple with Washington. A game at the Giants. Host Arizona. Wrap up at the Eagles. Uh, that's a. I mean, if they can go. I mean, if they ever went two and one in this next three game stretch. I mean, they're in they're in the discussion for home field, man. They are, and I think the luxury that they have, guys, is really when you look at the rest of the division. I mean, there's nobody who's kind of scary right now. Washington, what at, at three and six? The Eagles at four and six, and and the Giants really struggling at three and six. So, I mean, they're comfortable as far as that goes, but really have a shot. And I think for them too, it's. It's, you know, C.D. Lamb is great. I mean, he's really emerged as the guy. Um, but I think it's that they play some defense, and that hadn't been the case over the, over Dak's first couple of years. I think the way that Diggs and Michael Parsons play, um, they bring a different level of defense to that team. And I think that's the difference maker for them right now. Tampa, we know it's, you know, they've got the, the GOAT, and offensively, when healthy, they're as good as anybody. We know they're missing Gronk right now and Brown. I'm just a little concerned about all the all the injuries on defense. If it's JPP or, or not having a, a David there, those are significant injuries in that deep, in that um, the deep backs are beat up as well. So for me, I'm a little concerned with the injuries that Tampa has, but hey, they do have number 12, and you can never discount him in the postseason. But guys, we still have a number of weeks left, and we'll see who emerges. But it's that team that's playing well, healthy, and has that swagger. And right now, the Cowboys and Packers both kind of do in the NFC. Chuck, a little over a minute left with you here, bud, and we appreciate you doing this, but I want to get your take. Uh, go to the NHL for just a second here. We always poke holes at the Pacific Division, you know, the weakest division in the league. Uh, you got Edmonton 11-3, and Anaheim on a seven-game winning streak at 9-4-3. and The Kings are playing great. The Flames off to a good start. Vegas, they've gotten their act together. And it's a good thing they did because no one's losing in the division. 
No, I mean, I'm going to tell you now, guys, that the betters really, I mean, have, have done well over the last several days in hockey. I think favorites went 7-0 and yesterday, 11-1 and the day before, so 18-1 and over the last two days. Uh, a huge number of those favorites are covering on the puck line. So when we're looking at kind of trends and, and things that are going on right now, there's a lot of teams that are a little bit streaky. Even if you look at the Central, Predators three straight wins, Jets two straight wins, Hawks three straight wins, and teams on losing streaks as well. But looking at the Pacific, you're right, Ducks I think are a, are a huge surprise. But Edmonton definitely, guys, has a chip on their shoulder, something to prove. And they're one of those teams that if you have an opportunity to watch them at T-Mobile and watch Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl play, they are a fun team oh, to man. watch. Hey, <laughs> down the road, Eichel McDavid matchups. That might be worth the price of a ticket. Chug Esposito. Can't wait to see it. I know, pal. Station Casinos, the STN mobile app. Always appreciate it, Chuck. Great info, bud. Have a wonderful day. All right, boys. Thanks. You too. Hey, we're going to take a quick time out. Come back. Put a lid on this edition of Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Keep it right here. This is the Technology Minute with George Capalbo. Spider silk made from goat milk? It could save your life. Not science fiction. Fabric made of synthetic spider silk stronger than steel or Kevlar is being spun in mass quantities by biotech researchers at Utah State University by genetically modifying goats to contain the spider silk protein in their milk. Genetically engineered goat milk spider silk really has all sorts of amazing uses. Super strong automobile airbags. Bulletproof vests. Super lightweight high performance aircraft. Artificial human ligaments. Or ride a space elevator to orbit on an indestructible spider silk tether. Follow me at G. Capelvo on Twitter and stay tuned to The Technology Minute for more cool stuff like this. You may or may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Test yourself. If you've ever bet your wife you can balance a park bench on your chin, you're probably our kind of listener. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Network. All right, raising to the top of the hour, wrapping up Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sirius 159, the Sports Good Radio Network, KSHP, AM 1400 in Las Vegas. We've got, oh, one of our favorites, Ken Bolke is here from Vegas for Vegas Hockey Hotline. If you like hockey, KSHP.com, there's a listen live function. Take you up to Scott Farrell on the network. So the breaking news, the Ottawa Senators... They postponed their games uh, till November 20th, three games. So that, with the COVID outbreak with the Senators, on the injury side of things, we got to keep tabs on the Steelers now. Yeah, so uh, another Steeler got uh, COVID today. We know that Roethlisberger already had it, missed the game yesterday, and uh, is symptomatic. So at best, questionable for Sunday's game against the Chargers right now, Brian. And then the young injury with uh, Washington, that's a shame. It is an ACL. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he's done for the year. Um, they're hoping he can be ready for, uh, for practice next season to start next year. Any other big ones stick out? Uh, so Mayfield's got a knee injury. He's probably going to go uh, next week against the Lions, though. Is he going to make it to the end of the year? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. There's no structural damage, luckily, on, uh, on that one. Um, 
for Arizona against Seattle. My guess is Kyler Murray. He's still got the ankle injury, though, and is questionable. Colt McCoy has the pectoral from yesterday and is questionable. I'm convinced he could have played yesterday. They just said, we, I think they got cocky. I think they thought they could beat Carolina without him. Okay. Give him an extra week. I think we're looking at him against Seattle. And then uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs playing better, they get uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire back from he, the He could have played, I believe, if that was a playoff game. Yeah. They just said, let's give him another week. By the way, the Williams kid had a big game against the Raiders. All right. And then uh, two Tego Vailoa. You just like saying it. Finger injury. Flores says that he expects Tego Vailoa to start against the Jets next Sunday. All right. I saw, I guess, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's not coming back. I, I, I did not hear that. He said it looks like he may be out for the season. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. man. Good stuff. Follow him on Twitter at Stevie Slapship. Thanks for coming in, Buzz. Good You're to welcome. see you. Good to be seen. We got Vegas Hot Yelling coming up in the Ondex Circle. KSHP.com. Listen live function. Don't forget to... Spin the wheel at Terribles on a Golden Knights home day. And the Raiders, you get the BGK and Raiders game day giveaways. Hey, we'll do it again tomorrow.